0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Tutu Português. My name is Angela Simoes, and today I am here with Tony Gregorio and Fatima Betancourt. They are both with the Centro Português de Nossa Senhora da Fatima in Watsonville, California. Tony is the current president and Fatima is a director, but also the mother of the current queens that are representing the club. So welcome Tony and
1: Fatima. Thank Hello, you. thank thank you for having us. So, for those listeners
0: who don't know where Watsonville is, it is in California. And so, Tony, why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background, kind of you know where Watsonville is, what's the Portuguese community like there, and then we'll be talking about you know maybe the history of the Centro
1: Português Nossa Senhora de Fatima and kind of what you guys are doing now. Okay. Uh, Watsonville is, we're sandwiched between Monterey and Santa Cruz. So we're like in the, the middle of the Monterey Bay. It's kind of a touristy area, so but we're agriculture. So we're kind of the odd you know neighbor to the two big tourist areas. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff to do. If you want to come visit, that's why I think we get a lot of people that come to Watsonville is because You can come and go check out the boardwalk or you go hang out in Monterey. You've probably been to the Monterey Festa. Those are always really great. Uh, And you'll probably notice there's a lot of Watsonville volunteers at the Monterey Festa. So Watsonville is – got about three different organizations that are Portuguese in Watsonville. And what you'll find is there's a lot of overlap. People will help in different organizations. But uh, that's not to be – suggesting there's no conflict. There's always like a little bit of tension <laughs> within the groups because there's there, three of them. There you know? wouldn't
0: be if there listen, if there's three Portuguese in a in a city, there's three clubs, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly same, you know, so, <laughs> so, so it, there was if uh there's a long history of Portuguese in 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 the area. There was an old a Portuguese society called SDES from like I think and I'm not exactly the exact dates, but I'm going to be suggesting early 1900s. It was, uh, I think it was the Sociedad de de Espíritu Sant, And that was out of the Our Lady Help a Christian's Church in Watsonville. That's off of Highway 152. Uh, some people will already know that church because they'll go to what is kind of like our alternate uh, organization that also celebrates Our Lady of Fatima, but I'll get into that a little bit in a second. So in other words, our organization was started at that church. It was in 1977. Uh, There was a a large migration that uh, came from the Azores. I would say primarily uh, from uh, uh, San George or San George. And Uh there's other islands that were represented, San Miguel and Pico and Fial. There's a lot of, you know, but I would say primarily from that island. So in 1977, they started the organization. About six years later, there's a little bit of conflict over like, control on money and stuff so that uh-huh. it so essentially it split and so the organization we're at now now affiliates more with St Patrick's Church in the downtown okay and the um the the current for Our Lady of help of Christians there is a, a committee and so there was a division for like a, a number of years but uh from what I can you know I think a lot of people learned and realized is that over time, a lot of those, you know, divisions disappeared. So now you will find the same members in our organization helping at our lady help of Christians. And so we're like, it's all the same people. And so it's, uh, I guess it's a time heals wounds, I guess. So, sure. so it just now it's, uh, I guess the, a lesson from that is that uh, a FESTA isn't really where you're at. It's just, it's an idea that we carry on. In ourselves, it's it's that animu Portuguese Portugueseish uh-huh. keep going, and so even though like people get like upset or they don't get along, the once that if that animu is still there, it keeps going. Uh-huh. So and, and it's as evidenced by us, we're still going. There's still uh-huh. the COVID is still going, ISW is still going, and they have their own problems at ISW they have. Parking problems because of city transactions, but that's oh, a whole gosh.
0: that's yeah that's a whole
1: other thing. But so what what happened after we moved to the ISC, uh, to uh, the we moved to the St. Patrick's Church? We started affiliating more with ICW, which is Edmondada, the Santissima, Trindade the Watsonville. And They bought a church. Uh, they bought a hall about 1995, and then we start we contributed to that hall in terms of money and resources and energy, mm-hmm. and so that's where we do most of our stuff. Um, okay. we invested in a property, so we have like, we, we, put our money towards, you know, try to, to, to be more effective and get, uh, returns. And so with that, the way we, you know, organized, we, we we've been able to be, um, able to buy, a uh, like statues for the church. Oh, cool. So okay. We, we bought a $10,000 statue for St. Patrick's church. And it's it sits there prominently right next to St. Patrick, which is nice because it's like the, that's the, the statue is the statue is of who uh, Our Lady of Fatma. makes sense, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. And then, um so that being said, we are doing our thing uh, our our uh, thank you dinners coming up, Mhm. And uh, so w- what we do is we try to make it like a twofer, right? So it's a way to for us to let everybody know, you know, how we're making money, how we're spending money, and what we're doing for the community, and how it's, um, you know, to promote the Nostro fatma Fatima, the Catholic religion,
0: uh-huh. and
1: you know, and it's also to bring community together. So the twofer is we put on a nice dinner, and it's a way of saying thank you uh-huh. to everybody, and it's a good fundraiser as well. We get money at an auction and. We also, um, it's to me the boat. You know, everybody that uh, the Sure, sure, sure. And it's a, you know, it's a fun event. And the other thing we're known for, I guess, is uh, well, I don't want to be talking the whole. I mean, I can jump back in as to how the festa works for us. But I was hoping maybe I can let uh, Fatma go into how how we uh, organize our queens and and any other stuff that she thinks it'd be a uh, interesting to talk about.
0: Yeah, no, we'd love to hear from Fatima.
2: Like, how did you get involved? Have you been in Watsonville your whole life? You know, all, all that kind of thing. I moved out to Aptos, which is near Watsonville in 1998 to go to school. And a um, few years later, I met my husband and got married and just decided to stay in the community. And he's also 100% Portuguese, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so for the longest time we weren't part of any Portuguese communities. I kind of figured I don't know anybody really in this area. And my husband doesn't seem to be interested, you know, in, in festive and things like that. So we'll probably just raise our kids. Not mm-hmm. not really doing mm-hmm. much Portuguese stuff. Mm-hmm. But um as my daughter, my oldest got as she started getting older she started to show some interest in our culture. And so, Great. um, she had a friend that was going to be queen. And so she decided that she really wanted to be side maid and that we had said, okay. And, <laughs> uh, so that kind of like was the starting point for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I was excited. I mean, I I wanted to support her and I wanted to help her learn as much as possible about the community. I had been a queen and side maid when I was younger. Um, I grew up in the Central Valley. So I, you know, festers are pretty strong out there.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And so I, you know, seeing her enthusiasm, I kind of wanted that for her too. Mm -hmm. So when she was done being side maid, I, you know, was immediately thinking, and she wanted to be queen too. I was thinking we we should have her be queen. She should be queen mm-hmm. and have that experience as well. So, in talking to Cintr Portuguez and Tony and his his dad and all the directors there, um, they gave us the opportunity for her to be queen, and it was it was wonderful. I'm glad that she was able to have that opportunity. And then my youngest, I have another daughter um, who's 12. And so my oldest uh, finished her term and went off to college. And then um, my youngest kind of took over this year. And she's been marching and she's going to continue next year as well. And yeah, we've been having a lot of fun. This is a great way to keep our tradition alive, Mm -hmm. um, to be to be part of the, to represent the Portuguese community. And
1: uh, if I if I could, getting the dress is always like a, a complicated process. And I always find it interesting how you guys talk about the dresses. I don't know if that's, I don't know if you feel like getting into that.
2: Well, it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Growing up uh, for us, there really wasn't um, someone that made dresses. And nowadays, a lot of people are, having their dresses custom made for the girls Mm -hmm. and um, they come up with some beautiful and very unique um, styles, something that's different. You won't see twice. And that goes, you know, for the capes as well. So it, it's just word of mouth. Um, There aren't very many, it there aren't very many people in the Portuguese community in general that are seamstresses, you know, so it's word of mouth. And mm-hmm. there's, there's about yeah, two or three that I know very well that make capes and dresses. So lately we've been kind of leaning towards having our dresses custom made because we want to be able to have that input of,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, the style that we're wanting, you know, have our vision right. created. So.
1: Yeah. Well, I I for one like Fatima's style. So she's got uh, a lot of So what, what would you say our style is for for a synth?
2: I um tend to like the very like glitzy glam type of style. So <laughs> a lot of shiny <laughs> a lot of a lot of bling. A lot of bling. Um, that's kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: thats that certainly the direction have, I tend to go. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that certainly
0: seems to have been the evolution of the Fesh, the attire really in general, right? I mean, yeah. Um, I feel
2: I, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like everybody's trying to outdo the other, like
1: right.
2: <laughs> queen or the other organization, but yeah, help um, the
1: competition.
2: Yeah, but it's it's good. I I you know we get ideas from other people and Uh you know and that's just how it is. It's 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 good to see all everybody's different ideas and their creativity, right? You know what inspires them. Well, I love I love the fact that it was your daughter that expressed
0: interest and and kind of got you guys involved because I think so so often at least you know the old stories that you heard it was you know the parents kind of drug the kids to the hall and be like you're going to go to this festa and you're going to be involved and you know the kids yeah. uh, sometimes loved it and sometimes you know as to the minute they were free and could drive they you know they were like no 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 i'm i'm not going anymore so i love the fact that it was your daughter that um, expressed interest and thank you to her friend that exposed her to it and and got her uh, interested as well what other aspects uh, have you found that it, was it just the the queens or was it like going to the dances and meeting other Portuguese? Or I'm I'm curious as to maybe what else was it that was a draw for your daughter?
2: I think that going to the festage and wearing a you know, a cape and a and a dress and doing this every weekend and being able to socialize and represent, you know, our community. Um, um, was probably the biggest influence for her, uh-huh. but also going to the, the festas, the dances, the thank you dinners, whatever event, Portuguese event, the festa is putting on really kind of, um, drew her to that too, because uh-huh. she was able to socialize with other Portuguese people and meet other Portuguese people in our small, I feel like, The Portuguese community, although we're here in, you know, on the Central Coast, it's small. And Mm -hmm. so we don't. So a little hidden, maybe. It's a little hidden. Yeah. So it's not Mm -hmm. like, and and I'm going to refer back to growing up in the Central Valley. In the Central Valley, you'll go out and you'll, for sure, that day you'll come across a couple of Portuguese people that you know. But here (laughs) in this area, not so much. So I think with her being able to socialize with other people that are Portuguese in the community, getting to know them, that was, was a good thing for her. And she really Mm -hmm. liked that. And she is a very proud Portuguese American young lady. And, um, you know, and I'm, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. So I feel blessed that this, it worked out this way because growing up, you know, my parents are from the Azores, so yes, they took us to festa a lot and and to to church every Sunday. So they are very devout Catholic people. And being raised here in the United States, it, it's a little different. And so, um, at least for me, my ideas kind of like changed. And then I thought, well, you know, we're we're just going to raise these kids like like other. Like American you know, kids, right? Yeah. American kids. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we don't really need to go to Festage and, you know, do all that, you know, cause I'm busy working and mm-hmm. you know, so, but I, I, it was a blessing um, really to have her friends have this work out this way and, and be able to, you know, expose her and with that, we've also taken our kids, our other two children. I have three um, a boy and another girl. And so um, we've taken them to the festas as well and um, trying to like expose them to the Portuguese community and the culture mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. My son isn't too into it, but my youngest is as well. She's very in- interested in our culture and community. I mean, I think maybe my son, maybe as he gets a little older, he'll want start to. And starts to like girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. He'll want to dance with some of the yeah. girls at the festa. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have to say, again, I love hearing you talk about this because I feel like I can relate. So I'm third generation Portuguese, right? So my great grandparents were the ones that immigrated. But our family, you know, did stay very involved in the community. However growing up i found myself i guess feeling more at home at the portuguese hall and like that's where i felt i had the better friends i looked forward to going because you could actually dance with a you know partner dance with a boy as opposed to like all the girls you know dancing in a circle at the school dance and the boy is on the other side kind of thing and and you know to your point about you were a queen every weekend. I mean, who doesn't want what young girl doesn't, doesn't want to be want a queen be... every yeah. weekend, right? Yeah. So it it gave me this sense of feeling special and and like a true sense of identity that really helped shape who I was at the time and who I became, right? And so hearing you talk about kind of that same thing with your daughter and that how that really spurred a a, a proudness in her. I mean oh, that really just did. really warms my heart, and I just love love hearing that. So and and so kudos to you for supporting it because I feel yeah. like sometimes a lot of parents would look at you know the expense of of being a queen, having to travel multiple weekends, is like oh, I don't really want to do that, right? So so kudos to you for supporting her vision and her desires. It's really really wonderful. Um, Thank
2: you. I I really um, you know started thinking of like. You know, I don't want to regret not um, supporting uh-huh. her in this because once she's eighteen and off to college, we aren't going to be able to have that experience of right. 18. So, and like you mentioned, you know, going somewhere where you feel like you belong, uh-huh. uh, where everybody else has got the same interests and and so on. It. Yeah, I think that that was a big part of it too. She really enjoyed being with other people that were Portuguese, and yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
0: And so I have I have questions that we'll get to eventually about the three organizations um, sure. that I'm sure you all have had lots of conversations about. But what are what are some of the other things that you would love for the people out there listening to this podcast to know about your your club specifically sp- anything that you're doing throughout the year, you know, maybe to attract new people. Like what what do you want people to know about through Portuguese, the Senhora Fatima in Watsonville?
1: So I guess our, our main purpose is to celebrate Our Lady of Fatima and it usually comes in the form of a festa. Mm-hmm. We get about uh 40 volunteers each time we do an event. So it's a, it's a very strong core of older people that come out and do a lot of work and they're all mm-hmm. tend to be technically skilled uh, from what i've realized is they'll they'll be like carpenters or um, machine like the machinists people that know how to weld people that have these trade skills and then actual cooks people mm-hmm. that know like have uh uh people that have like this like a, a lot of experience in cooking in volume. This isn't just like cooking in front of your kitchen. This is like big called age. These these are massive Uh industrial style pots that we've we've built. And I would say that uh, trying to uh, create a more of an apprenticeship for it would be helpful, but it's hard to do that because there's a certain amount of like this is what a skilled person did over the course of years and it's right. not necessarily easily transferable. A lot of this information. So it's, it takes a lot of like uh, you know, patience and uh, the ability to um, try and integrate people into a, a already existing system, mm-hmm. which uh, I hate to talk like that. Cause then I'm, I'm getting all concept, but I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm suggesting is, try to invite as much as possible, try to talk to people in way more plain ways that they would understand. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I'm not exactly, well, I don't want to say exactly they have well, an answer for how to, to get more people to come in, but.
0: Right. But, but I guess what you're saying also is that you're inviting people who, if, if, Hey, if you're in the area, whether that's Santa Cruz, Watsonville, Aptos, or kind of yes, the surrounding areas, we would like love you to would love to have volunteers. It. And then, but then also to your point, not just come and help throw out the garbage. Come help and learn how to cook the soupage, and look maybe learn how to. There's other things that you could do, right? So it's it's not just the nasty grunt work, though. Someone has to do that as well. I mean, that's just part of it, Um, you know. But to your point, I I like the way you phrase that. Actually, like it's an apprenticeship. It's almost like an internship, if you will, right?
1: So. If you get in the you kitchen, to- you have to start off by cutting stuff. You're not you're not throwing sure. the ingredients. Most kitchens you get into, they're like you have to. They start you off doing the groundwork.
0: Right, but I mean, also, it's like you know, if, if there's uh, some young people out there that have a culinary interest and want to learn how to cook, right? You listen. At some point, if you want to run a restaurant or another facility where you're cooking for a lot of people. There's no better place than a Portuguese hall kitchen. Because It's you're totally analogous. No it's the exact <laughs> yeah. same thing. If, <laughs> right?
1: if not like maybe running more efficiently in some respects. Right. right.
0: Um, the other, I think the other uh, element that, or the other skill that people don't really think about because it comes so naturally for us as Portuguese, for whatever reason, is the whole event coordination of it. So yes. if there are young people out there that feel like, oh, I want to get into event planning right? That could be corporate event planning. It could be wedding event planning. It could be anything like that. Go help run a FESHTA. I did it or, for politics or a thank you dinner. for 12
1: years. And, and was, for politics,
0: there you go, running yeah. a, a campaign event. I mean, it, it's like, I don't think people make that connection, but man, if you get in there and you learn how to run a FESHTA, you can plan any event ever, right? It's like there, a lot everything
1: of
2: skills. Are... Compared to that. <laughs>
1: They are you know, to a certain degree, are not recognized. If you if I go and you say you're involved in a fest, and people would like, say, "Oh yeah, sure," but it's not like it doesn't translate as to you know all the stuff that's going on. I would no. say there's other parts too. Like you have to organize a mass, a parade, the front end. There's an auction. There's a there's like a bazaar, a snack bar. There are so
0: many things like now i'm now I'm thinking, like, okay, we need to have a whole webinar on like useful skills you gain when you plan a festa it's
2: right true. yeah,
1: yes the, the bar, know, I, there's a bar almost
0: always
2: always, yeah. It's you know, we're seeing a lot of people in our in our organization that are older and so, but not so much the younger people. And so it's it's hard. We need to, like get yeah. more of our younger. Uh, Portuguese people into the organizations to help keep this tradition alive. Yeah,
0: Uh, no, it's the absolute truth. And I I think every single person involved in a hall, whether it's here in California or in any of the other states would agree with you a thousand percent because, you know, people don't live forever, unfortunately. And so there has to be a transition, right? And yeah, And there had to be for us to get to this point. You know, the people that were born in 1900 aren't alive anymore, so they had to pass on their traditions.
2: And so, there's if they could do it, then there's no reason that we can't do it now, right? We just have to totally agree. I just Mm -hmm. yeah, and I wish more more of the younger people would take the time. It it it, I think all comes down to time and maybe wanting to take on uh, some responsibility with the stuff that's necessary to run the festa. But um, right. You know, what, I think, it's yeah, it's just that I'm starting to see like festish kind of get a little bit smaller, smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and a little bit less people than what I'm used to seeing, but um, right, yeah. well, I, so but this
0: is touching on a
2: topic I feel very strongly
0: about, and I, you know, yes, our, our lives are much busier, I feel like these days, you know, our kids are involved in more sports much, than we were yeah. as a kid, you know in most house households, both parents are working. And so things are just busier. However, I, I will make the case that at some point you, you just have to make a choice, right? That maybe you, your kids do one less sport. You don't have to do three sports. Maybe they do one less sport this year mm-hmm. so that your, your daughter can be a queen or that you, you know, for a community service project, almost every student has to do a community service project. So why not volunteer at the hall and get them involved there? And then, you know, as adults also, we also have to make a choice, right? Like maybe instead of, you know, doing something that we normally would do, whether that's um, volunteering at the school or, you know, girls night out, <laughs> you know, one less of those to go mm-hmm. volunteer at the hall and, and you know, be a bartender at the hall or help serve or something like that. It's just it's a choice, right? Uh, you yeah. know,
2: and, and I think, and it's uh, not an ongoing thing. We don't have a, the organization doesn't have festas or events every single week. Right, so, right. You know, yeah. Our big one so, is in May, and then we have a few little, like one or two little ones sprinkled yeah. in there. But
0: yeah. So if you don't have your, you know, uh, friends night out this weekend, go yeah. volunteer at the festa and then have your friends night out the following yeah. weekend, right? Yeah. Like, no, that's great. Again, it's just it's just making choices, and sometimes it seems like a sacrifice, but it is. But then, you know, think about it in 15 years when you say, "Oh man, do you remember the festa? I wish they still had the festa." Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. They would still have the festa if people made the choice to spend time and and help make it happen. So yeah, it's really, and you know, yeah, that's
2: and really- I um I hope more people do participate because I have heard of some organizations just having to disband because there are nobody. Yeah. yeah. So Tony, just- I know you
1: wanted to
0: say something.
1: You were talking about sports. Uh, they used to do that in Watson. It was called Musida something. Mm-hmm. Where they, they would, uh, they sponsored a soccer team. Oh, cool. And so if, uh, I don't know, maybe that, I don't know if that's a good idea, but uh, if the, there was a, uh, we sponsored kids sports. Mm -hmm. one way or another so as to i don't know there's not enough kids so i mean if i don't know i'm just trying to floating in ideas whether or not it'd be a good idea to try and get more involved in those you know to to, to help kill kids out in general like sports or other extracurricular activities
0: sure well uh, to fatima's point earlier that there aren't a ton of portuguese in watsonville but there probably are more than you realize just because they aren't speaking up or they're not involved and so maybe if you did sponsor a local sports team there may be one or two portuguese kids on that team and they're they would say oh there's a portuguese organization here i had no idea oh that's kind of cool that they're sponsoring our team maybe we'll go to the dinner or something right so i think getting out into the mainstream uh, community helps as well so like if your town has a christmas parade make sure you're group has a presence in the Christmas parade. So you get some visibility there or a 4th of July parade or anything like that. Right. It's, it's putting the, the Portuguese, local Portuguese presence in front of the mainstream audience, not just keeping it for ourselves. Right. So uh, I think that's, that's an important part of it. Um, There's a real
1: estate agency that does that. They, the, the, um, they're basically Portuguese. They, mm-hmm. I think it's Aldina Maciel. And then she, uh, she, she'll have a a float for the 4th of July parade.
0: Oh, there you go. See, perfect. So we are coming up on some time or our, our time, but I did want to just ask one question and this may be controversial and you can say, listen, I don't want to have that conversation, but uh you said that there are three organizations in Watsonville and that, you know, time has healed wounds and now you're all sort of helping each other. I mean, has there been talk about forming one organization, even if you kept kind of the, the individual facilities But really kind of becoming one organization so that it's more of a centro cultural Portuguese, right? And not just, okay, that Saint Festa and that Saint Festa, right? That kind of thing. I mean, you could still keep those as well. But I mean, there's something to be said for, I don't know, banding together and... Well, I mean, pooling
1: resources is great because then it gives Uh strength. We'd be able to like marshal way more money in one direction. Right. It, It would be a lot easier. There'd be less... Um, decentralized decision-making um, mm-hmm. how, however it's there is a certain amount of um, benefit to being uh, each having their own autonomy so mm-hmm. it's uh, if there is disagreements people have somewhere to go and they, they don't feel like they're isolated they just go to the other group and then <laughs> it's it, it does provide like a certain amount of like uh, relief attention relief so where to be able to go somewhere else if you don't right. not getting along with a particular person if it gets very, you know, pyramid-like. Then that mm-hmm. one, that it can, it can get very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. There's, uh, I, I, the, in terms of organizations, I, I would, it can look more like a matrix instead of a pyramid. But at the same time, yeah, it does, it does create slow decision making. Um, it makes it, stuff gets to be like calcified in certain ways. That mm-hmm. um, it's like, why can't we just do it different? Mm-hmm. And it's just. That could be, yeah, it would be helpful to to uh, organize under one flag. But, um, I mean, I can see that happening. It, uh-huh. I mean, it would depend, I would, in my opinion, if if the community shrunk enough to where it was like we had to consolidate, uh-huh. I think that's what would happen. But at present, I think it's everybody likes to have their stuff the way they like it, and they like to keep it separate because of that.
0: Well, maybe at some point if you know, as new leadership comes in and you know, maybe it's a need, right? Like at some point you're sort of forced to, to <laughs> into working together. Um, because it's like, listen, one's gonna die if we don't kind of jump in and help. And but um yeah, I'm just something to throw out there because I mean, I don't like Watsonville's not a big town, right? I mean, compared to like San Jose or you know, some of the other towns, even Monterey, right? Like it's smaller it's a small town right
1: yeah and so, the funny thing is we 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 volunteer on everybody else's stuff we're like in monterey <laughs> we're in santa cruz you'll find Watsonville people in gilroy all the surrounding area we're we're that's everywhere. funny. so that's funny yeah
0: well so, something to think about and uh i i think uh You know, if you ever brought it up at a meeting, you may get yelled at, but then I think you probably find more people supporting the idea than not. But anyway, just something to think about. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Where can people find you? So you're on Facebook, right?
1: Yep. Do you have a
0: website? Anything like that? Where else can people find you?
1: It's only only pretty much uh, our P.O. Box is 16, uh, P.O. Box 1658 Watsonville, California. So if you want to send any donations, they're always welcome. (laughs) Um (laughs) Facebook is at the Holy Holy Mary Watsonville is I think the tagline. But uh, if you just do Central Portuguese Watsonville, it pops up almost automatic. And then they and what's funny is there's a certain amount of confusion. They think that we're ISTW or vice versa. The other confusion is in October when the Capilla does their uh festa, which is coming up. Um our current vice president's wife is the president of that festa. So mm-hmm. I'll be helping over there and that's, I try to, that's, they're, they're in charge. So I just go and help. And I think that's, all, just I, yes, exactly. And it's, yeah, we just all try to help each other. So if anybody can make it to that festitude, that'd be great. That's coming up this weekend of October 13th. Cause that's, I think that's the Fatima when she appeared was that day. Mm-hmm. And then there should be a buzz late. There should be some soapish. It should be a really nice event. And hope to see you guys there. And then uh, I guess it's just kind of word of mouth otherwise. Very nice.
0: Well, thank you both for taking the time. I, I, I loved hearing the, the stories and, and how things have uh, evolved and are happening there. And kudos to you, Fatima and your your husband. And and I hope that your daughters stay involved. And I'm sure your son at some point will will yeah. find it an interest, something that interests him. Maybe if you start the soccer team, he'll he'll want to play soccer. Um, but thank you both, and Tony. Um, we've been on each other for a while, so so thanks for all your continued work in the community to keep things going. It's been great,
1: thank you. It's always good thanks to see you.
0: Having us. Thank you, and thank you to all of our listeners out there for joining us for another episode of Tudo Português. If you liked what you heard today, please share this episode with family and friends so that you all can find out about the Central Portuguese in, in Watsonville and attend their festas. But also maybe you get some ideas on things to do, um, and uh, you know, uh, visit a town that you maybe maybe hadn't visited before. Uh, please also subscribe to the palcas podcast channel. And if you haven't done so already, I'm not sure what you're waiting for, but please subscribe, and that way you get to hear all of these conversations. Leave us a review so that more Portuguese in the United States can find these conversations, and we can all connected and, and helping each other. And thank you again to to our listeners. Thank you again to to our guests. Um, if you have a suggestion for a guest uh, to promote a club or an artist or anything in the Portuguese community, because as the topic of this podcast is Tudo Português, we talk about all things Portuguese. So we want to hear from you no matter what you have to talk about. Please email us at palcos at palcos.org. And with that, we'll say... Deja, until next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tudo the Português, a podcast production by Palcus, the only national organization representing the interests of the Portuguese-American community. To learn more about Palcus, how to become a member, or to suggest a guest for our show, Visit www.palcus.org, or email us at palcus@palcus.org. at palkis.org.